Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. I want you to tell me about your commute. What's it like? How long does it take? What are the struggles? What are you up against each day? Uh, you can join us as well, the conversation. Just use the hashtag this afternoon. It's my commute NT. Call us either 1800 uh, one of our callers, Renandi, is with us on the line today because you are a junior doctor. What's your commuting experience? Hi, Andrea. Thanks How for having you? me on the show. Um, yeah, I'm a junior doctor. I'm working in uh, CUH but, um, in Cork, but I'm living currently in Tralee in County Kerry. So a bit of a wild commute. It's about two hours uh, there and back, so about four hours every day. Plus, there's loads of roadworks um, out in McCroom and all along that area. So it can take up to, you know, five hours a day in the car, which is wow. a lot. And that's before you go in to start or when you've just completed yeah. a junior doctor <laughs> shift, which, as we know from talking about previously, could be, you know, hours upon hours. In yeah, the, in so the we actually do um, 24 hour shifts, uh, up to 24 hour shifts we can do. So, yeah, you're, you're basically leaving the house at around 6am and not coming back until maybe... 11am the next day so it, it is straining you do get to sleep you know sometimes on calls sometimes not but um it can be definitely definitely difficult how do you manage that each day <laughs> in work no but like how do you you know just in terms of keeping your focus because tiredness and fatigue and exhaustion it, it's just it's absolutely horrendous to try and battle through it yeah it can be difficult i try and stay organized you know well hydrated i do sleep early um i know that i'm waking up you know i've got a good routine in in that regard um i try and drink a lot of water i take my meals with me so organization is really important in in that regard but it can be can be exhausting um the staff that i work with though are really accommodating they're really kind they know that i've got a difficult commute they don't mind if i'm coming in a bit late or leaving a little bit earlier um so that's a really positive thing as well are, have you an option or do you think you, there's a likelihood that you might be able to move a little bit closer or is that a possibility at all in any way to try and just shorten the commute time? Well, I'm lucky in that I'm on the training scheme, um, one of the training schemes. So um, I know what my rotations will be ahead. They're just six months rotations, but I know what they'll be. So unfortunately, I'll be working back in Kerry in January so um, that's why I decided to stay closer because there's no accommodation anyway and finding six months um, you know rental leases is, is really difficult if not impossible um, but I know that hopefully after that I'll be able to relocate to Cork full-time um, but a lot of doctors that aren't in any training schemes don't know where their next job will be um, and will only be in a placement for six months it is difficult to find you know a decent yeah. lease with with a good property. But two hours to work, two hours on your return leg, and then depending on traffic, roadworks, as you mentioned, you, you know, you, you could be up to five hours in the car each day. It's a serious yeah. amount of time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hence why I listen to news talk. <laughs> yeah. It's like, and I'm sure even for you and your, con- you know, you're probably somewhat concerned too um, when you go into work and just given the nature of what you do. Yeah, I mean, I feel okay. Um, You know, I'm used to having long 24-hour shifts. I've been working, um, you know, as a doctor for about four or five years now. So I'm used to long shifts. So kind of waking up and and staying awake for a long period of time, it's not as daunting or as intimidating as it might come across. Um, You know, we handle it very well. So by the time I get to work, I still have my energy. I still have my focus. I have lots of breaks, um, you know, and and it goes well. There's there's, there's times when it's busy, but there's times when it's calm. And I make the most of that. 
Uh, Wayne is on the line as well, um, Hanardi. What's your commute like, Wayne? Hi, how you doing? Good. Well, in the morning, I, I'm living in Mullingar, so I drop the kids off to school and my partner works in South Dublin, so I drive her to South Dublin and then I drive back again to collect the kids. And then in the afternoon, I drive back to Dublin with the kids to collect herself and then come back in Rochelle. Mullingar. And public transport, though, surely is an option, is it not, in, in where you are? Or is it? Well, I'm in a small village outside Mullingar, so there's not really much okay. public transport there. Now, we were both living in Dublin four years ago. Okay. We moved out here because we couldn't get anything else when our house was, the house was being sold and we couldn't get this is as close as to the Dublin as we could get and as we could afford. So you have you you drive in and out basically to ferry your your partner basically in and out of work. I mean, the, how long are you? Yeah, in the and car? she doesn't uh, five six hours a day. I'd say all dependent on M fifty and if there's you know usually I get home by twelve o'clock, wait for the the kids to finish school at two or three, and then at about half three I head to Dublin again, and we're usually at home till probably about half seven or so. The kids do their homework in in the in the car and things like that just to save some time when we get home. So by the time you collect your kids, Wayne, head for Dublin, then you're heading into Dublin. I'm trying to think now, probably what, at around quarter past four, half four. You're yeah, right I'm watching all the rush hour traffic go traffic. out of Dublin as I'm going back in. Yeah. Collect your, your wife and then turn around and join the traffic queue then at around six o'clock. Yeah. So and it's fairly, uh, fairly intensive day. Absolutely. Look, and look, luckily, and I'm, I'm kind of self-employed as well, so I do have the time to do these things but, but then again it doesn't leave me much time to, to do my own work no. as well so I do a lot of that I do a lot of that in the evenings and things And does your does your uh, wife drive? She doesn't at the moment no and it's with the insurance costs and things like that sure we wouldn't be able to afford the insurance and then we do have another car there but it's a petrol car and we wouldn't she wouldn't be able to drive it to Mull- from Mullingar to mm. Dublin and back we wouldn't be able to afford the petrol especially at the prices that they are now what is, I mean, how, how much is your your fuel bill weekly? I'm, I have an electric car actually, so I'm probably, it's, if it were, I was paying fuel, it would be 800 a month. Yeah. I'm paying probably about 300 on electricity at the moment for my car. So it's still, it's a hell of a lot cheaper, but yeah. it's, you know, with the rising costs of energy, like it's going up, you know, 40, 50% each time. And when your bills are 600 every two months, that's, it was 500 before the summer and now it's 650 and I'm sure it's, it's going to go up again by another 30-40% look so even, even with the electricity it's still quite expensive to get in and out of Dublin Are you not wrecked Wayne? I've been doing this for about four years now so I, when I was working in oh, Dublin yes. I was driving to Dublin five days a week and on the weekend I was driving my partner to Dublin on Saturday and Sunday as well so I was in Dublin seven, eight times a week so I'm I'm doing a little bit less mileage now, but I'm still, you know, I'm still in the car quite a lot. Your whole life, though, uh, yeah. certainly a huge proportion of your life, it sounds like, revolves around being in the car. Yeah. But uh, between, you know, prices of Dublin, with the rent, it's, you know, it's, we couldn't afford to live in Dublin anymore. Like, and, did you? Uh, did my you, partner, she loves her job, so that's kind of half yeah, the battle there. I know. I mean, if you do love your job, it's it's hard to get away from it as well. Like, it's something... You're there all day, every day. You might as well enjoy it. Did you mention, did I take you up right, Wayne? Your kids are in school in Dublin, is that right? 
No, they're in they're in school in Mullingar. Oh, they're in local school. Sorry, they are in a local school. Yeah, they're, yeah. In, they're okay. in a local school. So it just means I do have to drop her to work and then I have to get back in time just to, to collect the kids. Look, and then yeah, off off out of the house again. But as you say, most of your what would be your free time is taken up with the the yeah, whole commuter yeah. journey. Yeah, and like the insurance for new drivers, you know, two two and a half grand for a new driver. It's it's unaffordable for people to learn how to drive. Yeah. We were only talking about the cost of learning to drive actually in the programme last week. Between the lessons and insurance and, you know, applying for the, the cost of the theory test, sitting the test, everything that goes with it, you know, and, and just the, the price. If you're, doing, if you're doing all these miles as well, your car has to get serviced, you know, more times a year. You change your tyres more frequently as well. So, you know, the added cost goes up, especially if you're doing commutes, like yeah. 100, 150 each day or 300, which I'm doing. There's about a 300 kilometres a day. A text in here, Wayne, from a listener. Um, look, I'm sure this is all stuff you've you've thought about or looked into previously. But a listener wondering if it was possible to, um, depending on where you are in Mullingar, could you po- could your wife possibly cycle to the train station in Mullingar to use that as the commute to save you? Is that save me? But then again, she's a, she's out of the house for a hell of a lot longer time as well. So then, any family time we do have, you know, we don't have much family time yeah. as it is. So. You know, being at least being in the car with the kids, we can chat and have a bit of fun and try and keep ourselves busy. Look, but as you say, a lot of your family time is in the car. Yeah, and do the kids? Do, do, I suppose it's what they know. So they're they're, they're so used to it at this yeah. stage. Look, you know, between the, doing their homework and stuff, and then they have their iPads. Then after, then they can play on it for a little while. They, they probably do get a little bit bored, but I'm sure it's a hell of a lot more interesting than when I was a, a young kid. Yeah. I didn't have much to do in the car. I know. Um, let me bring in another caller too, Wayne. If um, stay in the line, uh, Yvonne is with yeah. us as well in Cavan. Yvonne, what's your situation? Uh, hi, Andrea. How are you? Uh, I started a new job there a few weeks ago, and I have to commute into Dublin now. I'm lucky enough that I it's not in um, rush hour traffic, but I thought, look, you know, wear and tear in the car, cost of there's two tolls on the way up and two tolls on the way back for us. And I decided I'd get the bus. So the bus is costing eighteen twenty um a day. Uh so that's with a leap card. If it wasn't without the leap card it'd be about twenty four. But that's the same cost it would cost me in petrol. So I was only doing it just really, you know, to be environmentally conscious if you like. Yeah. But I the Bus is supposed to pick me up at half past twelve, and I should be in Connell, O'Connell Street in at ten to two. And yesterday, I got the half eleven bus because I thought I might be late, and I still didn't get into O'Connell Street till a quarter to two. That was two and a quarter hours. But from Cavan, yeah. For, well, it's not even from Cavan; it's from uh, the Dublin side of Virginia. Virginia, yeah. Um, so. It takes me an hour, an hour and five minutes in the car, but it was taking me two and a quarter hours on the bus. And you you obviously missed the stop. You you missed <laughs> the, the layover that is to take place in Cavan as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, like it's only, the, the bus only stops 
in Kells and Navan, and then it goes up the motorway. So it's not as if it's stopping all the time, but it just takes that long. But how does it? I can I can never understand this, <laughs> and I use the expressway service frequently, and I have family members that use it, and I know I'm mm. constantly talking about the bus. But like mm. we are telling people, or the government are telling people, you know, park up the cars, get out of the car, use yeah. public transport. But like, how can you use public transport if it's taking you two and a quarter hours daily to commute from Virginia? That's about yeah. an hour and ten minutes. Away. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And then the way back as well. So it was it was nine o'clock when I got home last night. You know, have to get in the, the seven o'clock bus, the quarter past seven bus, you know. So it's just it adds two hours nearly each end. So it's an extra four hours a day, you know. I mean sure, it's, it's nothing not. compared to some of the other people you've had on. But I, I mean, I really wanted to get the bus, mm. you know, to be to, not to be dragging cars yeah. into the city centre because I'm right bang in the city centre. But it's it's just too long. It's the quality of life you would have, you know, losing over two hours a day, you know. So I'm just I'm hopping in the car now when I'm off the phone to you and away I go. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Yeah, and 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 work is in Dublin and you obviously it like is. it. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah. It's you know it's only four and a half hours a day. And I do have to commute. I can't do work from home, but uh, I, I enjoy it. So uh, I don't mind, you know, driving it. But I just thought it'd be nice to take the, the bus a few of the days a week. Yeah, yeah. What time, Wayne, okay. did you say you leave the house at? Leave the house at around nine o'clock. And then I usually get to Dublin around half ten. And then I'm usually back in Mullingar for around twelve. And then the kids finish school at two and three. And then half three, I'm back into Dublin then. And, you get there around half four or five-ish, depending on traffic, and then back out again. It's usually around seven o'clock if I, depending on M50, and if there's been any crashes and things like that. And then once we get home, the kids have done their homework, it gets checked, we make lunches, they have a little snack, a bit of supper, and then they're off to bed. And you, you navigate your own work time then around that? Yeah, I do a lot of my work either between those couple of hours where when I get home, I've, I've two hours kind of to play around with. I can do my work then or once I get home, once the kids are in bed around nine o'clock, I do my bit of work then as well. You know, and it's the, it's the, you know, the fact that this is going to be the case, you know, in your circumstances, your situation, Wayne, for probably the, the foreseeable future, as you say. Um, we heard from, from um, Yvonne there explaining, you know, her situation and Yvonne, like, you know, you, you've tried the public transport, doesn't work out for you, no, no quality no. of life you're going back into the car. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's just, I, I don't know. Like, uh, <laughs> and, and you know, it's not, it's not the bus driver's fault or anything no. like that. It's, no, it's, no. It's, it's, you know, um, I mean, the price, if they, if they have the price, you'd nearly put up with the uh, extra time. But because it's cost me the same amount to do both, like, why would you sit in the bus for two and a quarter hours and you can do it an hour in the car. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, if you want to share your stories with us, hashtag MyCommuteNT is where you can join the conversation here today. But look, if, if you're similar story to Wayne or Yvonne or um, Hanardi there as well and you want to tell us about your own commuter horror stories, give us a call 1800 453 106. Listen, thanks a million to you all for getting in touch with us and joining us here on the programme. Uh, we are going to be talking about whether you'd be happy to put your phone in a pouch, a secured pouch, uh, during a gig later this evening. Let me know. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.